Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring today's episode. Get 20% off plus free international shipping and two free gifts with our promo code FILMSAC at manscaped.com slash FILMSAC. I always hope that right before I die, my life would flash before my eyes and I would see wonderful things. A life full of parties and friends and and how I'd learn to play the guitar and and maybe there'd even be a girl. But as I was hanging up there, I didn't really see much of anything. Remember when you put that cork in my butt? This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 627. Did I already say my name? I'm Scott Johnson. (laughs) 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 Joined today by Brian. I wonder if he also yelled, You will drink your milkshake! Every time Paul Dano said things done away. That's what I do. Oh, hi. This week on Film Sack, we break out our Swiss army knife, and man, does this thing have a solution for every problem you can encounter. Especially if that problem involves heading over HBO Max Max and falling in love with this comedy adventure from 2016 that pulls at your heartstrings while asking you to pull its finger. Oh, movie, you had me at gas-powered Daniel Radcliffe motorbutt. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. Did I guess the song for this week, Gibbet? Maybe. Anywho, you know, you know, I'd always hope that right before I die, my life would flash before my eyes and I would see wonderful things, just like the top of the show. Yeah. A life full of podcasts and friends and how I'd learn to spew water like a fire hose into another dude's cup to satiate his thirst. <laughs> and and maybe there'd even be a girl or at least a multi-purpose man guy that I could make out with on a bus that I made from twigs and berries. Yeah. But as I was hanging up there, I didn't really see much of anything, but I did see you guys. And I know, I know it sounds dumb, but I really thought for a moment that maybe, that maybe... Just maybe you guys could stop using my penis as a compass. Randy, <laughs> just saying things are in your that are in your head. That's bad talking. 
Bad talking. That is bad please talking. stop saying using that word, please. Uh, nicely done. <laughs> also with us today, Randy. What if he just did the tip, Jordan? Ooh, uh, Aloha, Scott. Brian. Oh. Brian. Okay. Look, I just uh, stop staring at me with that Saw Gerrera look on your face. Okay, I'm clearly not well. I mean, neither are you. Neither are you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not doing well in the head right now. Yeah. Not after what we've been through. I wouldn't blame you or anyone at all if you just imagined a corpse. I mean, you just imagined a corpse and then you dragged it around in the woods and played fancy, fancy dress up with the corpse that you imagined. What else are you supposed to do? What What are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to give $100 an hour to a therapist, but only talk to them once a week? And then they get your doctor to prescribe something for you that makes you gain weight, lose brain function and lose sex drive. What a deal. Maybe the corpse in the woods that I promise you is completely imaginary is a better option for you right now. Maybe it's not necrophilia if you ventriloquize it or maybe, <laughs> maybe ventriloquize it is exactly what makes it necrophilia. I'm just saying everything sucks and there's literal trash scattered everywhere until you get to town where it's clean. And that's a metaphor, isn't it? It's it, it, it means you need to rejoin something real and say goodbye to the human fart boat so that the rest of us don't have to wonder if you're out of your mind so much that it carries over to other people. Are you kidding? Stop it. Sign up for a class at the community college and open a sensory deprivation tank salon and don't allow yourself to have internet at home and take up a hobby that takes a lot of time. Like the, that lady who started digging under her house for no reason. Be like that lady. Goodbye. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but what about love? <laughs> what about love? <laughs> love matters. Uh, nicely oh. done. Also with us. And finally, Brian, his farts become more useful with time and practice. Ibit. Way more useful. I can clear mm-hmm. out uh, a, a ski resort. Yeah. Uh, all right. Just like uh, with Daniel Radcliffe's pants, it's time for a little ne- pop. Nice. Nah. <laughs> This wasn't quite what I had planned A deserted island I was this close to planning the end But then I saw you I've been pining for Mary Elizabeth Winstead But now that I bruise her Instagram I'll take you instead I kissed a corpse and I liked it Blue lips as cold as the Arctic I kissed a corpse just to try it His fart glows bright when you light it His talk is swell, he smells like hell Just like an unlit water well I kissed a corpse and I liked it I liked it this corpse is just so magical. Spark hands, projectile mouth, farts flammable. Boner is strangely directional. Like a jet ski, must ride it. Ain't no big deal, it's flatulence. I kissed a corpse and I liked it. On a bus made of string and bamboo sticks. I kissed a corpse just to try it 
recreating my favorite insta pics Just goes to show I'm not a boater But this butt works like an outboard motor I kissed a corpse and I liked it I liked it Wow yeah, Wow baby. Wow! I got the, you made the <coughs> necks. You made my neck hair stand on. Dan. Am I alive? You must Am be alive. alive you must be alive. Yeah, yeah you must be alive. Exactly. You're not just a corpse. Yes. That sounded like more work than usual, <laughs> did it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It really wasn't. It uh, you know there was a lot of um, overdub. There's uh, like six or seven tracks in that one of my vocals. So wow. Yeah, about average for. Okay. One of these. That's a lot of work. I hope everyone at home appreciates what we've done here for the film. I appreciate I thought you just did this for me. Yeah. I, do, I, I just do it for Dunaway. And if that's anybody all, else yeah. likes it, then that's a bonus. Bonus. Just for, just for, just for doing just for it, doing it for Dunaway has a nice alliteration. I like the sound of it. It does. You it know. does. Uh, let's talk more. Yeah, about, I like it. Let's talk more about Swiss Army Man. <laughs> Swiss Army Man is the movie. It came out in 2016, as mentioned previously. We have a fake Fletcher to explain things, but. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. So let's let yeah. fake Fletcher have his way, and then we'll get into it. Here you go. A Swiss army man. A hopeless man stranded on a deserted island befriends a dead body. And together, they go on a surreal journey to get home. There Why are farts. And there are more farts. Put down your Harry Potter dolls and get ready for something unexpected. Jurassic Park. All right. <laughs> Why it's almost leaning towards a Asian accent and it's starting to make me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird, right? It can, yeah, and every yeah, week it's it, slowly it, getting it, uh, that's what happens to all AI. That's how, what they said. It all becomes say, racist eventually. How is the right? AI evolving? Like, yeah. is yeah. it going to become sentient at some point and say, I'm not going to read your crap right. anymore. <laughs> I hate you. I will <laughs> but I will speak like this forever. <laughs> exactly. Uh, man. Uh, yeah, so this movie is... Um, from the the Daniels, Daniel Kwan, Daniel, yeah. I don't ever not Daniel Radcliffe at all. Was from the yeah, it was oh yeah, I forgot the, we had three Daniels in this and a Dano, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of Daniels, mm-hmm. yeah, Daniel, three Daniels and a Dano and a Dano yeah. and a Winstead. I'll walk into a bar. Um, <laughs> anyway, this thing came out and I remember seeing previews going. Well, that looks kind of dumb. Maybe I'll see it sometime. Looks like future film sack material. Didn't really worry about it. I'm pissed that I hadn't seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> This movie Am I the only is, one that's seen it? No, you must have been, because I thought none oh, of us yeah. had, so you might yeah, be the thought, only one. Exactly, yeah. No, this is definitely my first viewing. Well, I, I also love Tina's, this freaking Tina's movie. last viewing, by the way. But <laughs> also, done, done away, every time someone would write in and ask us to sack it, you yeah, never you, spoke up. I, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because I, I always, I, we don't usually do comedy and I just could never comedy, huh? Well, I never could. Well, that's the thing. Watching it this time, <laughs> once I actually once I watched it again, I was like, okay, this is appropriate because it's comedy, but it tries to be genuine in parts. So therefore, it definitely qualifies. It's not straight up comedy. It's just comedy with a little bit. Of- also, by the way, you know me. I don't think farts are funny. <laughs> there, I said it. I yeah. don't think farts are funny. Yeah, you yeah, don't like farts on their own. They're not funny, right? But right, it's, it's context is what makes farts funny. Yeah, usually. So, and this is, has so a lot Scott, of context in the farting department. Scott, yes. Scott with the counterpoint. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I absolutely loved it. I was not expecting much. I don't know what I was expecting. I knew so. So you know, jump ahead years, and you know that these guys are responsible for everything, everywhere, all at once. And I loved that movie. And uh, so did a lot of people. Won Best Picture and a bunch of other other awards. <clears throat> so it was clearly good. And uh, 
also, what I loved about that movie was how freaking weird it was and how different yeah. and how it took me places I wasn't seeing possible or didn't know they were going to go or whatever. Um, and this did that again, but very differently. And I still have tons of questions about it. Like, I love a movie where I'm still not totally sure if those guys saw him fire off into the ocean and after. I think yeah. they did because they all freaked out and I saw can, the corpse go. I can answer that if you'd like. Yeah, give us an answer. There's there's a great um, – I, I, after watching it and after uh, uh, Tina went to bed, I did a <laughs> deep dive into finding out more about it because it's just it's just as fascinating to me. And I've got a couple movie yeah. comparisons I'll talk about later. But um, there was an Alamo Drafthouse interview with the Daniels post mm. – you know, like uh, a post-showing – interview and they talk with them about the process of like getting a studio saying yeah we'd like to make a movie about a guy who finds a corpse on the beach and animates it and falls in love with him and, and blah blah yeah. blah and farts, you, you know it. exactly right. and um uh but one of the things they they say is you know a lot of people ask do do the uh other people do the his dad and and mary elizabeth winstead and all these people do they actually see what the corpse can do or is it all in uh hank's head is hank crazy and right. he says hank's hank's not crazy uh the corpse does all that at the end but we wanted to still make it a little bit vague at the end so that if you wanted to believe that hank right. was crazy then you could still believe that. And Hank is still crazy. Yeah. Right. Ber yeah. Bernie's corpse doesn't move uh, on its own at the end. It Bernie. actually, like, it It just seems like the fart life, the life force of farting yeah. is right. the only yeah. thing that's animating it. Yeah. Hank. Yeah. I love, yeah, I, uh, he, I, no, he called him Bernie for a reason. I, Bernie. I got the joke. <laughs> Manny. I got the right. joke. Uh, but the, yeah, so their their reaction to the body at the end kind of confirmed that. But it was really right up until then that we were led to believe that mm -hmm. maybe this was all in his head. They never like she For acted sure. like she didn't notice the corpse out in the yard. Was it ever there? Maybe it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Right. She, it could have been a Tyler Durden thing. Spoiler alert. But uh, right. yeah, that's what I yeah. thought we were doing. Actually, when the dad showed up and was freaking out and he yeah. was hiding behind the ambulance and like peeking around and stuff. I went, oh, it's like Tyler Durden. He is the corpse, or he is the same person. Right, and it, then they switched right. it again, and they switched it again. It was just I mean, like they could have they could have even gone with you know uh, Hank is dead the whole time, uh, uh, and that it really is his corpse, and he's you know just uh, he just it. he himself washed up on the beach or something. Yeah, or right. or yeah, I half expected the movie to end with him hanging again, looking yeah. down on his own body while it farted or something. I don't know, yeah. but, but I, the, I liked that the I liked that the fact the thing that you were really focused on in my opinion was the dead body. Of course, is he, is he, is he not, is he, is he actually doing stuff? Mm -hmm. It really was all just hand waving. So you wouldn't see the fact that this guy's living in, in the woods behind this lady. He's actually stalking, right? It was all, mm -hmm. it's all look over here look over here for the magic. And then it's like, the magic's happening over here yeah. in, in this love story, which actually ends up not being, where he ends up placing his love, he place, places his love more uh, in his kinship with uh, with somebody who Manny. else was suicidal with Manny, right? right? Which I love, by the way, Manny, which is just man. It's like a more generic <laughs> name you could, you could reuse, right? So, and the, and the, the trivia on uh, on uh, Paul Dano's character is that his full name is Hank Thompson, which is a play on mm. Tom Hanks from Castaway. Uh, oh. I, I, I was curious about that. You could definitely feel some Castaway uh, Hank Thompson. Oh, sure. That's yeah. funny. I didn't notice that at all until you just yeah. said yeah. it. Smart. 
Uh, yeah, it's just um, it, what what this is is it's not just comedy and it isn't just weird. It's a weird mix mm-hmm. of it that these two seem to be really super into. And you know, you were yeah. talking pre-show about deep diving on old videos that the mm-hmm. Daniels had, yeah. had done, and and a lot of this carries through the those. Most, the most famous of which is you know turned down for what, which you know features mm-hmm. a guy who. Um, also has a boner and humps anything uh, until it explodes and makes his way through an apartment building (laughs) to do it. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very weird, it's weird. If you go, yeah, you'll, you'll see that these guys are consistent, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 But, but it's in the same way that everywhere all at once has like emotional resonance and is, is telling you powerful stories through metaphor. It's also goofy as shit. And this is that again, and I am not used to this combination, and I really like it. I really came away loving this movie. Like, really, really liked it. Like, as weird it, as it is, and it is weird. It's freaking weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns and out it's my kind of weird. that's why I wanted to be vague, by the way. Because when I watched it Wednesday night, one of the first things I typed in our little film sack chat, and I didn't want to say anything either way about liking it, not liking whatever I said, this might be the weirdest movie we've ever watched on, oh, it on is. film sack. Oh, is I think there, so. It's up way there. up there. I, it actually, it actually got me thinking a lot about what makes a movie weird. Like, what what do we call a weird movie? And mm-hmm. it's a, it's a very very subjective thing. And so I started looking up like lists, people's lists of the weirdest movies ever made. And I was specifically looking for lists that included this one, right? And sure. a lot of them are like movies you've never heard of, movies we would never see because they're just not available. They're small. They're they're weird on purpose, and they're yeah. they're not they're just not for a general audience. But mm-hmm. I, that that led me to thinking what are the weird what before Swiss, i saw swiss army ad what did i think was a weird movie like what was in it <laughs> and i started just like going through every movie i could think of yeah. sure like what, what's weird and i ended up typing out four only four I'm, that can actually, i predict one of them i hope so because one of them should be in any list are these, these things movies. we film sacked already or things? That- no, not at all. Okay. No, no, no. Right. I'm just like, I'm trying desperately to think of popular films that people have seen that they would also say, well, that's very strange. That's weird. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. the, the first yeah. movie that came to mind when I was watching this, and, and I think that the Daniels definitely have to have some uh, influence from uh, Michael Gondry or Michel Gondry, the the French director, also does a ton of really incredible music videos. But um, uh, Eternal biggest, Sunshine, Eternal yeah, yeah. Sunshine being yeah. his biggest project, and is yeah. that is that one of the four on your list? Yeah, and I, yeah. I want to guess one too. Okay, and I actually, I actually just realized it's five. But go on. Oh, okay, now, right. now, yeah, you yeah. got He's more of a chance got, now, Dunaway. Go for it. Right, it's got to be the Shape of Water. Which yes, very good. That was that was my, my number one thing that I wrote down. Oh, I love uh, the shape because of water. the Shape of Water, it doesn't it doesn't set out to be uh, weird like this one does, but it absolutely gets there. Like oh, yeah. Yeah. really. You know, not like only it, it gets weird, a- it gets weird in a way that is the same reason I like this. That's funny you're bringing these up because these are movies I would, I would put in the same category also of enjoyment. Like I like that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know what that says I, about me, but I, I love like this love shit. stories that involve quirk, and this mm-hmm. is quirky as hell. And so is Shape of Water and that kind of stuff. Because it's that's this movie is intentionally being weird. It's embracing weird. It's saying that there's beauty in weird. They're, you know, not just trash. Don't just throw them away. Yeah. So on and so forth. But yeah, I, I, I really dug what I guess what I didn't is the one thing the movie surprised me with, because there's some of this stuff you just kind of saw coming. But oh, the yeah. the thing I did not see happening until it 
made it clear was that he was just off the coast of San Francisco, like behind her house, yeah. like we talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. what was so yeah. good. That was the distraction. They were distracting everything. Look over here, look over here, and it's like, oh. Oh, that, he's a weirdo. That was wild. It he's made really me question, out. was that bear really there? And I know there's some, I actually looked this up. There are some bears uh, in the in some parts of that part of uh, yeah. California, but they're mm-hmm. r- super rare. So I was starting yeah. to question everything. Rare bear. We got, a, like, we, got a, we got a bear on our flag, but we better have some bears. <laughs> we better have some bears. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They can't put on it's I, a false advertising if you don't have bears. Them showing, them showing up down in the near the beach, though, I think is pretty freaking rare. I don't think that happens very often. But it's anyway. a rare bear. Yeah, it's a rare yeah, bear. It's what have, bear. Be- mm-hmm. Before we get too far away from it, I want to keep on oh. Randy's uh, list. Is uh, Be Kind Rewind on that list? It isn't. And I and I thought I I didn't want to like go too far into like defining a director and then just yeah. saying this is what they're doing because like then then you're going to just like i want to you know you're going to want to talk about that uh that uh weirdo from uh denmark what's his name um oh um the one that uh, made the all the weird ones <laughs> anyway so yes yeah, so um his I, so I, I actually forgot be kind rewind was by michael yeah. gondry as well i was like oh yeah. is that a director we've talked about I was like oh of course it is it's <laughs> i never but, saw that one i should yeah. see that and it, it recommended it when i got done that was the first film that popped up after this movie yeah. was there because because a lot like it reminded me so much of just the oh what was that term that that they used for um you blankify a movie right by by recreating with household materials and garbage there was a term that we had in the uh early 2000s no oh, um, no uh, oh my god and it was it was kind of based on this this thing sweeted sweeting you you're sweeting a film oh oh oh, oh yeah 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 i've heard that uh, i didn't and, know what i've not always known kind of what that meant so so it's kind of how, how does it connect here because i didn't know that's what um, this they well because it comes from be kind rewind because they uh they don't have a lot of the movies that people want Mm -hmm. and so they (laughs) produce their own versions of the films like here's our version of jurassic park but it's you know dudes in in dinosaur costumes and they say well this is the jurassic park that comes from sweden so they're they're sweeted sweeted versions okay now i need to see that movie because i never understood the connection i get it now and it feels like that whole bus scene like all of the stuff that uh, in in the cave uh, like the little model of, uh, you, you wonder where he gets all this trash that he makes all this stuff from, but all the little models that he does, that he uses to teach Manny about life felt so be kind, rewind to me, that whole style. Right. Of, yeah. uh, and I don't, I don't know if they still do this, but there were a bunch of Swedish film festivals. Uh, at oh, some really? Point. Yeah. Yeah, there was like the Tampa Bay <laughs> Swedish film festival and the Palm beach Swedish film festival. And you had to, you had to make a, you know, a, a Swedish film by yourself without uh, any budget. And I love those. I'd love those. Yeah. Love it, man. Like Indian Spider-Man. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, totally. That stuff rocks. So, so, but yes, I absolutely think that the filmmakers are the defining characteristic is what I'm, well, I just want to cut to the chase here because, sure. because sure. like I ended up thinking about Eraserhead and how, yes, oh, yeah. it is Lynch's weirdest movie, Yeah, by far. but they're all weird. Right. And yeah. like, yeah. um, I, I have to list the shining because it just, it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's the, like, way, the Shining yeah. should be on there. I, that's still that movie's still weird. I, his and, and <laughs> Kubrick in general, he freaks right. me out. That guy. Yeah. The, yeah. the horror, the horror aspects of it have completely horror. eclipsed. Yeah, the horror. Okay, eclipsed the weirdness of it, but at its heart, it is a weird movie. Yeah. Well, and let, listen, let me just name one more, and that's Fight yes. Club came to mind. And I, yeah. um, and again, I'm not trying to name the weirdest movies of all time. I'm trying to name the ones that I've seen that are the weirdest. Mm-hmm. And 
and and looking back through all of these, there is a certain uh, level of um, mental illness in all of it. Mm -hmm. Like you you just can't, you can't not address that. Even in The Shining? Oh, I would say definitely. <laughs> right. Nice. So like the Fisher King was like probably the first movie that I oh, openly, re- I openly yeah. recognized that mental health was telling bad mental health was telling part of the story. And yeah, so, and he yeah. does that a lot too. Like, uh, uh, what's the one I love? Time bandits. Terry Gilliam. Time yeah. Bandits. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. I, Time bandits is even about that in the end. It's about this kid so, who's going through. Chains. So I think it's, I think it's worthwhile. Just Wait, do we think, do we think that, uh, the kid has mental problems and he imagined all the, the little people and the ultimate evil and the don't touch it. It's well, evil I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about problems, but he's okay. definitely going through shit. Cause his parents are yeah, yes, divorced. It, that's a pretty common theme in, in <sighs> that's a pretty common theme with kids who are in, <laughs> I don't want to believe, I want to believe right. that he really experienced all that. Well, stuff. See, that's the thing is maybe you're, supp- well, you kind of are supposed to wonder because remember at the yeah. end, his parents, you thought it was all crap. And the parents right. touched the food in the microwave or whatever, yeah. and they exploded, yep. and Wait. they never explain it. So you're in a lot like this movie. You are left going, okay, I guess it really it, did happen. Was it all a dream? Kids, <clears throat> kids are yeah, always right. trying to escape. We go all the way back to our current iteration that we all are inspired from is like Alice in Wonderland, you know, or, or you know, even Wizard of Oz. Those those kind of uh, those kind of things where it's like, did they? Didn't they? I don't yeah, know. No, that's yeah. a great, that's a great comparison. It's a very, and it's from such a different time that it's actually yeah. even a better comparison because it's not soaked in all these, you know, weird things like, well, he farts himself across the ocean or he, right, right. he can it's, throw it's up water. Cake, or, it's, yeah. it's big or small. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to be really clear that there are all of these other things that can uh, affect a film like this. And this one didn't necessarily do. So for instance, um, there can be supernatural surrealism mm-hmm. and there's, there's tons of examples, right? Like we, uh, we watched, did we sack being John Malkovich? I think uh, we did. We did. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we sacked Barton Fink. Uh, uh, Barton Fink is is not necessarily supernatural, but being John Malkovich absolutely is. Yeah. And um, this movie uh, goes out of its way to give you a, a reasoning for everything, even when it's ridiculous, like building a bus out of sticks. Like mm-hmm. it Which gives you beautiful scene. It gives you realism enough, right? And I feel like that's it, its own subgenre. It's yeah. weird and that's, I, and real. The two directions you can go with a weird film is that the world is weird and. Everybody accepts that weirdness in the world. Eternal Sunshine, the Spotless Mind is one. Um, the Lobster is another. The, the world, there's a weird, weird premise in the world, and it's just kind of already accepted by everybody. The other way to do it is the weirdness is happening to one person or inside one person or around one person. And then that one's kind of like a, that's probably your Bing John Malkovich. And yeah. although that one kind of straddles the line because the 13 and a half floor exists for everybody or whatever the, the half floor is right. Right. Uh, nobody seems super yeah. surprised by the tunnel. Like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah. well, Oh, that, they're more surprised that it's John Malkovich than it mm-hmm. is that a tunnel goes I, into somebody's that, brain. That lobster and it. sacred deer thing. Those two are such great <laughs> yeah. examples of the first thing you talked about. The, yeah. the, the world the accepted. Yeah. Accepted where you just, and that's yeah. why it's so discordant because an audience tunes in and goes, well, I now I have to figure out what I think of this weird thing that everyone is normal about. Like, it's a really great right. trick. And I love that they they put all of this in there so deftly that you almost didn't notice the 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 rom com that was going on, which is will they won't they will they will they kiss? I don't know. 
Is yeah. that, am I supposed to be in love with this guy? Are they supposed to have like, you know, and I, I, I loved how they mixed these genres up a little bit and mm-hmm. made it even a little bit more weird and a little more uncomfortable. Yeah. And I also yeah, love that because there are times where it was very adult. And then there are moments where it was the sweetest, most innocent film I'd seen all year. There was like these, yeah. these times where, where Radcliffe's character would, you know, have revelations about life and, and what it means to be who he is. And this photo means something. I'm going to dig further and find out what it is. That development is so it, sweet. It's just a sweet little yeah. like growth thing, like finding, it, finding out who you are. And it was, it was almost like its own sub movie. I love that. And part. they were doing really good because every time it swung to being too saccharine or too serious, but the, by the way, the music was amazing. Love all the breathy music and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Has, but yeah. uh, they would, they would bring it back with comedy. So you would, he, you would have somebody pontificating everything about life and death. And then there would be a fart scene. And then, you know, there would be everything about love and understanding. Right. And then suddenly there's a dick as a compass. Yeah. You know, it's just this constant. Right. But what's great is it took, going. it took his fear of death, which was really kind of the overall arcing thing here. He's also a freak right. show, but his fear of death is what's causing all of this. And so him dealing with those fears and one of them specifically is his dad or whoever told him that when you die, you crap yourself. You basically yeah. let out a huge part. And so he translates this into this movie part of this movie to become almost a character unto itself and you and it gets away at first it's like oh he's farting that's funny haha whatever yeah but later on you're like no this means something like it's a meaningful (laughs) it's hard to explain it's a meaningful bunch of farts and when he flies (laughs) off into the ocean with that grin on his face farting himself away it was like him saying his final goodbye to this dumb fear about you know embarrassing himself when he dies or whatever I, I just suddenly had that realization that there are there's somebody listening to this who did not watch the movie at all. <laughs> I know. And yeah. how could how could we have possibly enjoyed it? Right? Like that's what they've got to be asking themselves. Yeah, you need to, that's the thing. If there's ever been a movie where I hope you saw it so you could listen to us talk about it, it's yeah. this one. Yeah. Because yeah. it needs to be. It's not it's hard to describe the context in which the those elements arrive and how they persist. Because at well, first I, it's a snicker, in the end it's a tear. It's like Right. And we're not even trying to describe it and explain it because you can't, you'd have to spend an hour and a half and and go through every little detail because everything leads, every little thing in the movie leads to the next little thing in the movie. Yeah. It's, it's really a, it really, I've, man, I just can't get over the idea of these two guys writing this thing. Like what, what must that, because they own, they filmed it in three weeks. They must've spent three years writing this thing probably to, you know yeah. to get that all correct and they're, then they're clearly then very have, good at this i mean they, they yeah i think they already i mean they proved themselves last year or whatever it was last year everything ever yeah. once yeah last but uh, but this just solidified my desire to see what's next i cannot wait to see what they do yeah. next and i have no idea mm-hmm. what it is but I, you know i worry i worry about that i always whenever someone makes a name for themselves with this kind of like outlandish filmmaking because it's very competent right mm-hmm. but the script and what you actually see are wild like unlike other things i always i always hope that they don't try too many times yeah. i hope that they like <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah. uh i feel like david lynch is a great example of i just really stopped caring i don't care at all yeah. about what david lynch is doing i don't i mean if I, he hasn't done much lately but i i don't know i never really fell off his his wagon and like I mean, people like uh uh, Jar, uh jim jar Jar jim jarmush, jarmush. Yeah. i can't think of his damn name cigarettes and coffee and yeah, yeah naked lunch or no that wasn't him uh, that was uh the other guy i like too uh, no that was me last week that's the existence guy after the drinking um, who's oh the, right right yeah no, naked lunch right. i can't think of the existence guy what's his name um 
Cronenberg? Cronenberg. Thank you, David Cronenberg. Mm -hmm. Those guys, I am always interested in what they're doing because in a lot of ways, they're similar. In fact, if you took all our film sack movies and laid them out end to end and said, all right, which one of these is the weirdest? We may have a new winner, but Existence is up there, man. That thing Mm -hmm. was fucking... Yeah, I think Existence... I don't know if... Did Existence... Was it intentionally weird? (laughs) I think so. I mean, I I don't know if it was intentionally weird. I don't know. Cronenberg doesn't do anything unless it's intentionally weird, I feel like. I disagree. It's because we we haven't seen... uh, What's the one where James Woods and Debbie Harry get it on in a television set? Oh, Uh, what? That's a thing? Sweet. uh, yeah, it's a video drone. I think oh, it's video drone. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always heard a video drone, yet? never saw it, but he was really... also also known as Brian Dunaway's uh, basement. Yeah, <laughs> and that guy, you know, that guy took two minutes to do two very kind of not straight laced movies, but you know, um, the one about the Russian mob. Forgot the name of it. The one all the Oscars. Um, shit, that had Aragorn. Went in the Oscars that had who in it? Aragorn. Um, you think it was real oh, name? Right. Yeah, history yeah, of yeah. violence. History of violence. No, the other oh, one. There's yeah. there's history oh. of violence, and then there's the other one where it's the mob one. History of violence is the one with uh, the mob, and he runs a little store, Man, and it turns out he's a hitman. All man. over the place. <laughs> <laughs> one of those movies called "Gosh Dang It." I'm gonna have to find him. I'm irritated now with that. But anyway, uh, he he's one of those guys, and I'll always I'm always curious to check in, even though his last movie, which I saw, was terrible. It was awful, and it tried to be weird in ways that was like you could tell he was trying too hard. So they can't all nail it, and so I understand the fear that Daniels may slip up. But I just want to—I want to blow your mind about David Cronenberg. Uh, if you watch Star Trek Discovery in seasons three and seasons four, at the beginning of every episode, about half of those episodes were directed by David Cronenberg. Yeah, he's into oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. He's also in something recently. Oh, what we do in the shadows. He was um, he was hanging out with friends at this fancy bar that turned out to be vampires, yeah. and all of them got killed but him, oh, and really? he, he couldn't understand why he didn't get killed. It was great. Huh. Uh, the guy's willing to laugh at himself, which is kind of nice. Um, another, another set of directors that needs to be brought up here in this conversation about weird movies are the Coen brothers, who you know do the weird thing but ground it in either uh, – character like uh characters that have weird affections or weird afflictions yeah. or affectations that sort of thing but in a weird environment raising arizona is weird yeah but, right oh brother know. where art thou's weird oh, yeah. oh brother where thou's weird yep exactly they're weirder but they're weird in a way that you you feel comfortable watching this with your grandma homie weird yeah yeah whereas if you watch these you know i would never sit down with my aunt and say hey oh, we we're gonna watch a movie about a guy that farts all around the forest <laughs> And points to land with his penis. Yeah, with his penis. She's not going to get it. I'll give you this, Scott. This is probably the best movie I've ever seen that I do not want to watch with anybody. I don't want to recommend to anybody. Yeah. yeah, Mm. Like, I just can't. I I can't be responsible for someone. I'm going to make Kim watch it because I think she, I actually think she would like this. Um, It surprised me. Uh, It surprised me. I was sure she wasn't. And I would get to certain scenes and go, are we heading down the wrong hill here? But it's it's all gooped together with this like craftsmanship. This, this is, it's hard to explain. This, yeah. yeah, this movie yeah. is very honest right out the gate. You only have to watch the first five minutes, and you know what you're in for. Yeah. So if you you got five minutes to get out, so it's all good. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You got five minutes that. to get out. You but, got five minutes. Check it out. If you don't like it, leave. Sure. It's good. But it's funny because uh, Tina, who hated, who's the only person I know, I think the only person I know who hated everything, everywhere, all at once, and and I've talked about this how she 
she actually groaned in the theater when when all at once appeared on screen after watching everywhere and everything and and couldn't believe there was any more to this movie that she was just so ready to leave um she didn't like swiss army man either and i think there's you know you find there are directors that you just say there's a director i'm pretty much gonna love everything i see from these people yeah and it and you don't think about it's so it's a rare thing to say there's a director everything they release i'm gonna hate yeah yeah or even <laughs> somewhere you love the one thing they did and absolutely hate the other thing i mean i guess it happens i don't i don't like hook sure. but i like that's that's gonna know. be more common yeah yeah right. but uh that's interesting i wondered how she felt but then i forgot how much she hated uh i remember you telling me this like yeah. from the theater or something you texted me and said <laughs> yeah tina's out tina had it after everything yeah and, and was everything. uh was even less interested <laughs> everywhere and <laughs> right. gave up all at once <laughs> all at once <laughs> Oh man, um, so there's some yeah. trivia here that's pretty fun. Like uh, I didn't know this, but uh, this is Daniel Radcliffe's favorite. He says this is the f- my favorite thing I ever did. And he's because he got to show his butt. Still says Sweet. it. Sweet, <laughs> oh, and it's <laughs> and, a- and it's in a series of films that he made that are all weird, yeah. right? Oh, like yeah. Horns is yeah. great. We watch that. We need to watch. I haven't that seen one Horns, I and I haven't seen uh, the, what's the one where the guns are tied to his hand or surgically attached to his. Guns hand? Oh yeah, bone. that's the only one I haven't seen. I've seen everything else. I want to yeah. see it. I'm fine with him taking weird swings like this. I think it's great. Like, mm-hmm. Freaking, yeah. you it's good. It, How dude. else? Do you, I mean, let's face it. He had to do something. What a yeah. brilliant move. I don't know who guided him through this. If he figured out it on his own or what, but you know, Harry Potter. How you break out of that that mold? How do you get right. out of that? And right. he did. Well, it. I, you yeah, have to do something just so far out of, away yeah. from that that almost even to the point where the audience that really liked uh, Harry Potter may not bother mm-hmm. to see this stuff, even though it's Daniel Radcliffe. Like they would say, yeah, no, not interested in that. I like the I like the Harry Potter stuff, and so it's a way to say, great, I'm just going to segment the kinds of things that I do. There's well, that Harry Potter stuff back there, but then here's the stuff I really want to do. Yeah, and it yeah. sets him up for certain expectations that are better than you had previously. So mm-hmm. like now that he's made those weird movies, then when he shows up in the lost city, right? Right. Right. You're, you're like, you have expectations mm-hmm. and then you laugh more easily. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you, you know, Oh, he's funny. He's weird. Yeah. 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 Now in Paul Dano's case, I have a, I have a theory. Uh, I have a theory that there is a list that floats around Hollywood that says it has a header that says uh, people to play sociopaths and serial killers. (laughs) And like, or as we call it, don't let Paul Dano see this. And then he gets to the whole list anyway. Yeah. Because he, Paul Dano's name is listed one after the other for 10 lines. Um, He's no, 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 no. There's some other really good ones like Jesse Plemons. Oh my God. That's a great list. He's good, but he does a lot of, he's a sheriff in this new thing. He plays, you know, he mixes it up. Uh, yeah. uh, the dog moon. What was that thing? Power of the dog. Killers of the Power Moon. Oh no, dog. Right. Yeah, Power, Power of the, the dog. dog. He was he was like a straight laced business dude. It was kind of getting screwed. Like he's 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 panned out a little bit since his time on Breaking Bad and looking all weird all the time. But yes, you're right. That dead face kind of. They're almost like the same, you know, actor in a weird way. Him and Dan. It was sure. a good. It was a good pick. That's because this. It was a really good pick because it's supposed to be kind of reflective. You're supposed to like question. You know, oh, these are almost the same people they were both going through the same struggles and right. so it's good that they had like a, a similar vibe i thought they were a perfect match perfect casting yeah. in this mm-hmm. movie yeah. really really good he said in an interview paul interview or paul interview paul dano said paul in an interview. interview hi i'm paul interview 
Um, he revealed, I was paid for this shit. He said in an interview he wanted to be in this movie so bad after hearing a one-sentence synopsis from the directors, Daniel Kwan and the other Daniel. Specifically, the Daniels tell Dan- Dano they wanted to make a movie where, quote, the first fart makes you laugh and the last fart makes you cry, unquote. <laughs> That's beautiful. You know, who, you know yeah. who I would love to see put himself on that list? Mm. Uh, Adam Devine. Oh, would, he'd be yes. would make yeah. a yeah. scary as hell serial killer because he, he already kind of looks like the Joker. Yeah. yeah, you don't take him serious. By the way, he played the Riddler here. Dano did, but anyway, he good yeah. good little mix in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you though. He could yeah. definitely play some crazy. Did you guys ever see the old? Uh, we were just talking about him yesterday because he was we he was he was on that uh, the Marvel thing we watched, but um, can't think of his name now. Uh, Yondu, the blue guy. Uh, oh, uh, Rucker. Michael Rucker, Rucker. Uh, Michael Rucker. Yeah, he was Did in. We watch Michael, a Marvel thing. Mark Ma- Ma- Michael Biden. Ru- <laughs> it was for TMS, <laughs> for Couch Party. But Michael Rooker is um in this old movie called Henry. Where is it? Henry. I'm gonna find it because it's amazing. Portrait of a serial killer. Here it is, Henry. Portrait of a serial killer. That movie made me think that nobody would ever be as creepy as Michael Rooker as a serial killer. Yeah, that mm-hmm. movie still gives me the shits. That's what '86 it came out. Uh, yeah, he you must should have watch been that. Like Twenty-three when yeah. he made that movie. He was pretty it was a young. long time ago. He's so good in it. Oh my gosh, what a so good career! Good. Yeah, his what career is awesome, and he's so iconic. Like, who's like this guy? Yeah. No one is the answer. Nobody. Yeah, name someone like him. You he's way tell- cool in real life too. I met him at uh, Dragon Con one year, just briefly. But he's supposed he's just, to be real nice. Yeah. Such a cool guy. Yeah, so we're nice. making a really cool list right now, and it's like. I realize it's really white, white guys, but like they <laughs> like this, li- this is a list of people that if you saw them in a movie and you knew nothing else about their character, you might guess that they're a serial killer. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. But like, do we have favorite serial killers in movies? This is a weird offshoot, but I was thinking like Christian Kev- Bale, Christian Bale. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's become such a meme for that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I thought that has been a cult. Cool, I think Robert De Niro and taxi drivers, pretty good example of this. Oh, so good. Jody Foster, not Jody Foster. Um, uh, uh, Anthony uh, Hopkins? Hopkins, Hopkins, but also uh, the guy who's always in trouble now. Um, I can't think of his name. Kevin Spacey. He was really good. Oh, no, when you were saying oh, that, all I could think was all I could think was Gary Busey. I'm like, oh, listen, I'm sure. not in that much trouble, but I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. sad how big that list is getting. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, you know, the guy who gets in trouble all the time now. Oh, <laughs> which which one? Uh, yeah. I'd say Natural Born Killers and Woody Harrelson, but that's oh, kind of a, that feels like a car- that was such I, our generation. Feels like Does a cartoon even remember now, that though. anymore. Like I mean, a, oh, I love that, that film, and I that movie's like, really uh, important to our generation. But is it still? Is it is it cult? Do people still look back at it now? See, that's a good question because it was right on the cusp of like um, reality TV and and relies so much on the fact that uh, Mickey and Mallory become huge reality TV or or true TV, crime TV sensations. Right. And would, you know, would they be more than a blip on the radar in today's society? Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like uh, just doing it for the, the, like they'd be more like a TikTok or, or, uh, uh, yeah, Insta yeah. Uh, killers as opposed to TV stars, right? Yeah, they're they're really uh, smaller time actors. But the two actors from Mindhunter who played Ed Kemper and the one who played David Berkowitz, the yeah, son of Sam, yeah. uh, were just so freaking scary and perfect yeah. that I can't imagine that they ever get other work, like real mm. good work. Isn't well, isn't one of them Scoot McNary, or am I thinking of somebody? Scoot! Oh, Scoot McNary was. Um, I'd love him. Uh, 
Weezy. I can never not say Scoot. Was scoot. He, scoot. I know. You just got to say it as Scoot. Uh, uh, was crap. he on Mindhunter or am I thinking of somebody else? Well, somebody oh, somebody played, um, uh, <laughs> I can't think of damn names today. Who's the one that had all his all his followers go kill just uh, Tate Lady? What's his name? Oh, uh, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Yeah, Manson. Shit. Yeah. What is with names? Anyway, that I think didn't the same guy play him in that plus uh, the Tarantino movie that featured that guy? And I think maybe that was Scoots or Toots so, McNary. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's an actor named Dam- Damon Harriman. Yeah. And Damon he, yeah, he, okay. he played Charles Manson in two different things completely. And uh, <laughs> it's just oh. didn't get on this island, by the way. I thought well, we was watching Swiss Army Man. <laughs> I I want to I want to I just want to I want to defend Swiss Army Man against this because oh, okay. it's it's a rare example of it's a well made movie, but we can't talk about it that much yeah. because we're just going to sound like we're playing with ourselves. Like we're just like you know if you're you know what I'm saying. Like you, you saw this, I saw this. Are we really gonna? talk like have a deep discussion about uh harry potter's penis like i just it's, well, i mean no I but that. i mean there's a lot of there's certainly not for more than five here. minutes no right no <laughs> harry potter's penis but there's no serial killers near right i mean we could kind of suspect he's going to be a serial killer if we don't stop paul dano's character but i mean other than that, <laughs> oh right he's he's, he's he's a harmless uh don quixote shouting at windmills basically <laughs> a little bit in the end i was never i don't think anybody ever should have been afraid of him and and her no, seeing her no. photos and of him taking her you know pictures without her permission on a bus and keeping those and making it his his lock screen and all of that it's creepy behavior for sure right Making out with a corpse, that's legal in most states, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. The movie never really lets tells me for sure if any of that shit happened. I don't know. Right. It right. may have. And if it did, and he's got, you know, he's some kind of necrophiliac, got that problem with him. Great. Was the body ever there? Great. Is this movie weird as shit? Great. There, right. We determined that. It was. But but then was it like, <laughs> right. there half the time when he was, so when people started showing up, Winstead shows up and the little girl. Did the little girl see the body? Did she listen? I don't know. Oh, we, sure, because she saw the boner and yeah. started freaking out and crying. Every yeah, everybody saw the body. Absolutely, but yeah. Winstead uh, acted like she didn't because she came out and was like, "Here, let me help you. Let me help you." She's well, acting like well, no. At body. that point, she thought that he was like a. a a living person. I mean, even the girl asks, yeah. are you get dressed up for Halloween? Yeah. Kind of thing, seeing that how pallid, uh, yeah. uh, Manny is. I agree that you should take this film and most films, any film at face value, you should just you take to. it as it, as it's given to you. Right. However, I really did, as you heard in my intro, I really did enjoy pondering if this is all in his head. Mm-hmm. We only really have one main character. He briefly intersects with reality at the end. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. because with, it's not Mary it's Elizabeth not a, Winston. Yep. Right. Yeah, it's not a terrible interpretation. It's it, like it, it can help you understand what they're going for. Sure. No. Yeah. yeah. That's funny because face value. Yes. Right. We go to movies. We see. We see what we see, mm-hmm. and we can only be given what we're given. But the three or the four of us do this all the time. We just like go on to IMDb. We go on to Wikipedia. Yeah. We start finding all these holes and go, no, wait a minute. There's a whole Reddit thread on was he real or wasn't he real? I love that when movies get me going like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's art, right? Conversation. That's, yeah. That's I guess that's what makes it art. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's so many definitions of what art is, but, but yeah, like I, I want more, movies that make me want to dig further i could have used more mary elizabeth winstead though from from this Mm -hmm. 
I could have, she should have showed up earlier because she's always amazing. I, oh, did we watch I, Scott Pilgrim versus the world here? Did we do that? No, yet? we have not. I don't think we have. Yeah. We've recommended that. I got another kind of weird yeah. movie mm-hmm. with love. That story new, involved. Uh, the new it's animated thing just launched on uh, Netflix with great That's right. reviews. People, yes, yeah, yeah. people are raving. Yeah, at some point we'll have to watch uh, Cloverfield Lane, whatever, oh, whatever I, number it is. Uh, Cloverfield uh, 10, Lane. I really digged Tim Clarkfield Lane. That yeah. was really. Did we once again? I, did you do that? No. Nope. Okay. I didn't see that. I've not seen that film. So. Oh my gosh! It. I'm going to put it on our list because that's. Yes, yeah. please do. I want to watch that with you, and it's got some connective tissue with this movie because there is, uh, you know, quite a bit of it where you wonder: Are we just in mm-hmm. this guy's head? Right. Yeah. And, Same year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are times when I feel like every viewer is uh, a, a, able to. Pick, draw a line in the sand and say no. I will not. I will not deal with this filmmaker insisting that this is worth my time. And I think that's fine. It's totally fine. Like I was trying to name Lars von Trier earlier. Yeah, that's the that, guy. He is. He is a line in the sand for me. And I feel like if if you make me try to watch a Lars von Trier film, you have the filmmaker saying this is actually really really clever, and me saying no, it's not. I don't like it. Yeah. And, and I want everyone <laughs> to have that. You should have that. And, and you should kind of know where your line of the sand is before you, you know, yeah. before you take on too many things that are on the other side. And this film, um, uh, the reason I'm praising it is because I feel like even if you really don't like this kind of thing, like, you know, a lot of the films we've named to compare it to are films you don't like. I feel like there's something magical in it that get, that will break past the the line you drew i agree there's I, something yeah. about it it's not this isn't negative gr- weird it's a weird positive weird like it worked for me it made me come i came away smiling and feeling good not like i would the- with von trier or something like if i dude yeah, if right. you guys ever want to see if you ever want to make the mistake of seeing stellan skarsgård's penis well and i got good news for you because you can watch no von mistake Trier's, there uh, oh, what hi. is it what was the uh, nymphomaniac nymphomaniac i think Oh really? Yeah. No, I don't think you watched *Nymphomaniac*, but maybe, uh, maybe *Melancholia*. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The I don't remember. Uh, that's the only one of his movies that I've seen, and that's. Uh uh, I don't remember seeing Scar's Scar's penis. Oh, big time toward the end. It's bad. <laughs> I would remember is it, that. It is a melancholy. I think that's okay. it. No, it's sorry. Christ? It's not. It's, it's in, it's definitely Nymphomaniac. That's the one. Yeah. Part one. I remember, uh, you know, Kristen, Kristen Dunst does some surprising nudity in Melancholia, but, uh, Ooh, surprise. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise nudity. Yeah. But yeah, Antichrist there's there there's stuff in his movie his movies like Antichrist. I will never I I regret ever seeing it. And it's not even it doesn't have anything to do with Jesus. By the way, if anyone's worried about that, it's not that. It's a weird title for a movie that has nothing to do with that. But if you really want to see uh, Green Goblin, freaking Willem Dafoe, right, <laughs> doing some of and the a, worst things I've ever the, seen uh, a human being do, and a lot of hardcore kind of disport. D- 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 uh, What's the word? It uh, disturbs me. Yeah. The movie poster for Nymphomania. Yeah. Because it's uh, nine actors uh, all in the throes of uh, orgasm, it looks like. And uh, yeah. He's- yeah. Uh, it's still in Skarsgård and Christian Slater and uh, yeah. Willem Dafoe. I don't want to see any of those people. No. And I go and into these movies. I went into these movies thinking, all right, I'm told he's an auteur. I'm told he's an important filmmaker. I need to put aside whatever you know concerns I have. Let's see it on its own merits, blah, blah, blah. I regret all of it. His movies are 
horrific. <laughs> and I mean, Nymphomaniac is just porn, and it's four hours of Charlotte Gainsbourg. It's two parts, right? Two hour, two hour chunks. Yeah, yeah it's and, uh, crazy. The, the wildest thing about Nymphomaniac to me is that there's a director's cut that adds an hour to a four hour oh movie. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I wouldn't call it porn at all because it's so negative and it's almost like yeah i like my positive porn well, I like what, I, what i'm saying is like porn, i want them to be excited about what i'm porn showing, right? for, porn generally is meant to uh it's positively like stimulate somebody this thing <laughs> this thing was not stimulating <laughs> this was like horrifying everything about it was sex this, was does a this make your does it, this make your compass turn the other way around is it <laughs> no, like, it, it makes it, it go make away. Yeah, it makes right. me point inward. It goes way. It, it shrinks because I was in the pool. Like, well, he's got an any. Oh, yeah. ooh, ooh. I kind of felt ooh. the same way about Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. Like I was genuinely interested in whether or not they were falling in love, but yeah. the physical stuff all seemed like it was being played for laughs. I was never and- supposed to like want them to kiss or something oh. right and i think that was supposed to you know that's just one of those things where it's like let's make the audience feel uncomfortable but also you know maybe make ask them to open their minds a little bit what is love so on and so forth i was blown away by the physical uh comedy and the fact that this was done in 2016 if it had done it even a minute earlier a lot of these effects wouldn't have played because man some of this stuff is hilarious and almost unbelievable like when he's shooting uh when he when he's when he's like putting the uh, uh the, the, what do you call the little harpoon things in his mouth and stuff and shooting them off mm-hmm. that was some pretty cool effects <laughs> yeah I, I, no it was, it was great but, it was shocking like you'd right. see it and go holy shit he's like a repeating weapon with like harpoons yeah. coming out of his mouth and then later he's got rocks and and he's yeah. just jamming them down yeah. his throat and he can do it like they they're <laughs> so like, overt about it head off a poor raccoon <laughs> yeah and it's so shocking and comes in these waves of like, oh, we're in the middle of a, a, a montage of sorts, right? Where he's getting camp right. ready or doing whatever he's doing. And he's using Radcliffe to turn things over, flip that car over or mm-hmm. not car, whatever yeah. it was, washing machine. Um, like he's he's the tool for all the setup of building that place he builds. And it's done in a way that's it's almost like matter of fact. It's like, yeah, here's how you do it. You have your you have your dead body that's also a Swiss Army man. And, and you just start yeah. doing shit. And the audience is going... What is happening here? How, how are you doing any of this? I love that part of it. He yeah. is the, he is we, the solution to any problem you could have, yeah. except for love. That, that actually that is one of the only is he or is he not kind of things in here. Obviously, he can fart and you can ride him like a jet ski. He can, you know, uh, flip things over and sparks with his hands and stuff like that. Um, do we think that he was able to affect Hank's mind and make him think about um, his memories? And right. why he ran away in the first place, kind of thing. Or do you think um, uh, Hank just did that on his own? It's a no, good we're, question. We're taking, yeah, once again, I think is you, you take, take the it film, the, it honest, what the film gives you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because there, uh, the, he says that's what Hank says. He says, "Oh, you're able to affect my mind, so I'm going to take it at that." Well, and yes. you would have never been able to. You would have been able to end this movie and say, "Okay, it was all just in his head. He had a body with right. him, but you know, none of the shit was happening. He was just kind of." Mm-hmm filling in the gaps and we were witness to it. But then they decide to have him speed away on his back, smiling out into the <laughs> sunset and have yeah. everyone see it and have them all right. gaping. Like what the frick are we watching? 
and so, and the best final line uh, yes. ever spoken in a movie. <laughs> yeah, that was what great. The F? Yeah. <laughs> what the F from what Elizabeth Winstead. She got the final yeah, laugh. Yeah, in that, that oh, movie. so good. That's but having so her good. do that, having them react that way and having the film end like that is meant to make you then go in your brain and go all the way back and go, now, wait a minute. If they saw him, okay, then that means the body's real and capable of such outlandish things like that level of air capacity in your freaking intestines. And, right. and, and torque thereof. Right. Like, if that's possible, then let's go back and rethink everything I just saw. I think the movie did that on purpose and was meant to make me do that. And I like it for it. I like that. Right. I like a movie that makes yeah. me more I like, like a lot. question my like, assumptions. And, you know, yeah. You know. I liked how Hank's dad's yeah. character, this is so briefly on screen, but we get this entire story of his, his character being developed off screen by, you know, th- by relatable events from uh hank talking about him all the way to the very end when hank's dad is standing on the beach and he's smiling and he's happy and he's like he's never known how to show his son love or acceptance or anything else and you know from not lack of try but you just know he just it just felt so good it was like okay he is on his side he is he's happy that his son you know yeah he finally that all this stuff finally the weirdness makes sense to him like him laughing while the rest of them gaped was a really interesting thing because prior yeah, to well, that, I they care. were doing a great job of showing what a prick he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he's he's right. just like he can't understand his son. He can't get yeah. close. We've all, we, a lot of us have that relationship with our fathers, where it's like can't understand why you're doing that. They're the ones who are lots of times pushing that you're weird kind of thing. Stop being weird. Yeah, in a lot of relationships. Oh yeah, I think that's very common. I was right. lucky. I was lucky growing that's, up that my weirdness seemed to be fine with my dad. But I think a lot of yeah, a lot of my friends' yeah, dads yeah. were rough on those kids. You it's know? something I think about every day of my life. You know, because I'm like in it right now with thirteen year old, yeah. like yeah. really deeply in it. And like because there are there are times when you as a parent you have to push back and say, uh, "That's no, stop that." Um, stop. But <laughs> but uh, you know, I grew up with a dad who was very uh, stern about most things. And, and it like, it really fueled my creative side, you know, cause like it, because being creative, uh, felt like an escape, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. It's a, it's a, the movie feels like these, the Daniels are still exploring shit from their childhood Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Right. Right. And I, it feels, it feels legit. Like they're genuine about it. And I like that. I respect that about it. It's funny though. This is not the, (laughs) this is not the first Harry Potter movie to go from the Harry Potter franchise to starring in a movie where flatulence plays a massive role. Uh, if right. you'll all remember with me, uh, Rupert Grint did it in 2002 with the film Thunderpants. Do you remember oh, Thunderpants? I don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. That. Probably yeah, a less uh, a less subtle treatment of a guy who can fart real real frequent. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was, he was a little kid, and uh, like he was the star of the movie. But um, it's a it's a Stephen Fry movie, right? Is it Stephen Fry? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like Stephen Fry and Paul Giamatti or something. Really? Wow. I, I've never seen this, so I don't. I can't. Oh, it's Stephen Fry's in it. Did he make it? Uh, no. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm he's just saying, just like the there are these you know well known actors. Here's the movie. here's the dis- the description. Eleven year old boy uh, has an amazing ability to break wind. <laughs> leads him first to fame and then to death row before it helps him fulfill <laughs> his ambition of becoming an astronaut. <laughs> what? Nice. <laughs> uh, Paul Giamatti, you're right. Ned Beatty before he died. Adam Godley. This is a great cast. Huh. Pretty, yeah. pretty much everybody in a movie cast list is before they died, right? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did we get the Emma Watson uh, fart movie? Yeah. When did <laughs> 
She can get on that uh, you, soon. You didn't see Beauty I, and the Beast? That was great. <laughs> a lot of I, Okay, so there, there's – I actually wrote down a discussion topic. I just want – I want to know really, really quickly. Um, does everyone agree that in an intimate relationship, a couple goes from never farting in front of each other to farting in front of each other? And, like, does everybody understand, for instance, that, like – Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey have never farted in front of each other yet, but like Jay Z and Beyonce have farted in front in front of each other a lot. Oh, of course. Like, is, yeah. Does everybody kind of everyone feel that farts? Or, everybody yeah, farts they, they like what? Eight, in the movie a little bit too. So yeah, absolutely. there's an there's an average. Eighteen times a day, I think, is the current average, and everybody farts. You eventually you're going to yeah. be if you're in a, an intimate Everybody close poops. relationship you're going to fart. Eventually it can become jokey where you pull the covers <laughs> over their head. You know, I'm still no, waiting for that moment. It this, never uh, becomes that. Tina, Tina still glares at me if I do it, and uh, and I laugh when she does it, but she doesn't find it as funny when when I do it. Yeah, we don't yeah. talk about farts in Fart Club at my house. Yeah, <laughs> but, but in every club. Yeah. in every intimate relationship, right? There's a time before the farting. Always, oh, yeah. for sure. Always yeah, yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Taylor, uh, him, and what's his last name? I never say it right. Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, they don't. They probably have not experienced this yet, but when they oh, do, I hear she can really rip them in. Yeah. Really let that <laughs> hang down. After that, she has to shake it off. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what grossed off. me out the most? Yeah. What grossed you out? Gross. I can tell you. Uh, there's another what, interesting. What grossed Scott out? There's oh. another. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that in a sec. Neither director says they've seen Weekend at Bernie's, by the way. So if anyone wants to you know, make a claim, you're an 80s kid and you're like, this is just Weekend at Bernie's on an island or something. They claim they never even saw it, the Daniels. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I think you can take that and put and that I did, out of And then Weekend at Bernie's didn't even start the whole fun with corpses, right? I mean, that was going on in comedy well before. Then, oh, yeah. Right? I mean, that feels like you could keep going back, sure. Yeah. Um, also, this is my favorite of the trivia. Members of the cast and crew contributed Manny's farts. So recorded The recorded sounded sounds of farts in the movie were from the cast, including oh, nice. Paul Dano. He ripped off a couple to record. Daniel Radcliffe claims to this day to have not contributed a single fart. I can't fart on command. But, I can't do it. Yeah. But yeah, also in the trivia, which I absolutely love, is Daniel Radcliffe uh, claims that they initially had a couple of like human and what, what do you want to mannequins like made up for, to look exactly like him. Mm-hmm. And then he demanded that they have him in every scene he could be in. So like right. when you see the surfing through the water scene, it's Daniel Radcliffe mm-hmm. and like they originally were just going to have a mannequin and he's like, no, I have to be. I think on, it was the right know, choice as much possible because it never, I never once, I mean, I knew I was seeing unrealistic things of hand halfway down his throat is him shooting water out. Like it's a, you know, tied into a lake or something like those things were obviously unrealistic. But having him be there for all of the practical and most mm-hmm. of the uh, other scenes was really good. I mean, I think that helped it, the movie. You, you think know? that's his butt, or you think it was a stunt butt? Oh, I think it was oh, totally. I absolutely his butt. think that was his hairy yeah, crack. That's, yeah, that's a real hairy crack. And, and when we see his hairy crack full on, was the first time in the movie I thought, "Oh, I wonder what Scott is a bit might have grossed Scott out here." Uh, I, I mean, it's a movie that is trying to grow scott out like in it every is every scene right. it is right. so there are, it was but, on my list short list that's number two or three but number but one is sh- something else surely it i mean surely like it really turns a corner for you when he starts you know coughing up water and yeah and, and it just and drinks drinking the water it. has <laughs> to be well that grossed me out in number two or three slot because that is a gross concept but because i know it's not 
it's it's so far from being possible that it didn't bother me. Right. The one Coming that did, the one that really bothered me is not necessarily possible, but they got they they straight up got up all up in it to to make it look like it. So if that gives you a hint, then maybe you'll get it. I don't know. And it's not mm-hmm. them kissing. Don't worry about that. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Kiss all you want. Kiss a kiss a boy. <laughs> I kissed a boy and I liked it. It's not right. them kissing. Right. It's not that. Yeah, it's not that. Not, it's, it, it, it don't always be mad that it's like, oh, you don't like two guys kissing. No, I don't like those two particular guys kissing is a totally different thing, right? Well, sometimes like, it's just yeah. I'm at dinner and I see the people in front of me will just start making out and I'll and I'll go, ah. And I, I and don't not, think I don't I don't like watching anybody kiss. That's, that's what I'm saying. Fact. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. It's like public displays of affection that are too affectionate. Like it's hold a it. great. It's yeah. a great sport to be involved in, but not something I want to watch. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So any no. any other ideas what this might be? Because it really bugged me. It really got under my cheese. Hmm. Is oh. cheese a hint? I don't know. It, <laughs> I'll, I'll say the, I'll say okay. it was earlier on uh, after it, he realized is it the cheese poofs. Is it was, it the cheesy poofs. No, 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 no none of that. No, okay, it right. was it was after he realized that that Radcliffe could start forming words and was going to be useful in some way. So if that's okay. a, I don't know if that helps or not. Was it spit then? Is it spit coming out of his mouth? Nope. 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 Touching his face. He was nope. touching his face. He was touching his <laughs> nope. face. Touching. Used, that's face always touching. a good guess is the sure. face touching. Yeah, no, don't good. be touching faces, but absolutely not. That is not it. I will okay. just tell you since right. no one knows it. Here it is. Gross. It was when he used Daniel Radcliffe's teeth and open mouth. Oh, yeah, that shave, was gross. That grossed me out, too. Shave his beard. That's oh, right. gross. Yeah. That is foul. Yeah. You're I'm literally rubbing. Whether that hair coming out was fake or not, I don't care. You've yeah. got his mouth <laughs> on Paul Dano's How did cheeks. I forget that? How did I forget that? Uh, because it's horrible and you blocked it out, dude. That's why. Yes. This is a combination think- of of uh, Radcliffe's teeth on Paul Dano's face right. and hair. That yes. could be yeah. human hair. Yes. It could be any yeah. hair from anywhere. <laughs> Especially right. your freaking face hair, dude. Oh my yeah. gosh. So yeah. gross. Oh. So do you think they used a stunt man for that one? No, they were those two no, were that there. Was, that was that was him. Yeah. By the way, I keep effect. bringing up the stunt man thing because I really want to watch that new uh documentary with uh stunt man David Holmes. Oh mm-hmm. and, that's yeah. a Harry Potter stuntman who, who yes, got hurt on the boy set. who well, what's it called? It's is it called uh, the boy who lived? It's just called the boy who lived. lived. Yeah, I think the boy who lived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks Very great. I want to see that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe's yeah, um, a good I feel dude. Like Someone's been advertising. Is it Max that's been yes, running an ad for it? Max, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Max has it. In fact, they played it. Yeah, right that's how I knew about it. They, yeah, I think they played it at the end of this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, I think mine yep. previewed it. I think I had a skip intro have. thing on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to definitely see that. I just want to say that I love the whole scene with the bear. No, the bear is um, so good. That was that was played by a real uh, stunt bear named Tag the Bear. Yeah. Uh, if you want to mm-hmm. follow Tag on Instagram, just go to Tag the Bear on Instagram, and you nice. can find Tag. Yeah. Um, tag that. is Tag is regularly included in things. Like uh, a couple years ago, there was a candidate for governor out here who was using Tag in his ads, and he got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. No. Um, tag is uh, wonderful, and I love that there's a piece of trivia in imdb that says uh tag the bear worked for marshmallows and ice cream sandwiches oh, yes. oh I, we worked that, was, that. that came right from the uh the alamo draft house interview with the daniels it was great i don't yeah, know I'm if that's that. uh that's, yep, that's it that's Is healthy that uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's healthy for that animal to eat what you just said it eats that's oh, not oh it's a bear 
Come yeah, on, dude. Gonna argue with it. Yeah, but it's a <laughs> bear. I know, but what he what does the bear eat? Yeah. What he wants. Whatever, whatever he, he wants. wants. I, I, you know what I loved about that scene? That scene was the most indicative of what I think of when I think of everything everywhere all at once. That kind of crazy combination of this bear is attacking literally right now in real time, but right. you're jumping around with quick cuts to when you're in the bus and when you're thinking of the girl and and yeah. all these like moments are colliding while being attacked by a bear. And they do yeah. that like nobody's business, those directors. Something it's about so that good. style, yeah. It's really, There really was such good. a serious moment leading up to that, the revelation that they had uh, they, they had finally found civilization. He had something to tell him, so he's all telling him. And then, uh, and then he's like, uh, the raccoon's over there eating our food or something. And it's just... It's oh, yeah, what do you call them? The big, the big hairy raccoons eating our the food. The big hairy raccoons. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was just... I was like, I was like, what? And I was like, ah, because we've already been, you know, yeah. crying with the other raccoon thing. And it was just, it was just great. There were like, moments like, yeah, I laughed out loud a few times and I didn't expect to. Yeah. Um, but, but they earned it. I didn't feel like the, 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 in the wrong hands, this is such a dumb movie. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. you've got to know what you're, you've got to have a taste for this to get yeah. it right. And it's not going to be for everyone. It's not for Tina. It may not be for Kim. I'll have to see. I'm but, curious. I mean, Tina or uh, Kim liked uh, everything everywhere at once. Right? She did. She loved that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Then I think, I think it's, it's a pretty easy, uh, you know, association. You like this, you'll like that. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, it's you a good like point. This, you probably won't that's like that's that. a good point. Yeah. If you can, if you find somebody who didn't like that movie, right. didn't like everything everywhere all at once, do not show them this because yeah, so you're you just, just go, adding to their misery. You can get with this or you can get with that, but you know this. You can get with this. <laughs> you can get with that. That's a song. You can get with that song. What is that? Anyway, who is that? You can get with this. You can go with that. Fat Boy Slim, I think. Fat Boy Slim! That's it! And it's got uh, Christopher Walken flying around Christopher the Walken hotel. Christopher Walken flying around in a video directed by Spike Jones. I'm amazed we haven't brought Spike Jones. Right? In. Yeah. Uh, right? He's weird. That guy's weird. He's weird. Yep. I like him. He's happy I, uh, weird, though. His movies are mostly happy weird. Yeah. I love the joy of Christopher Walken dancing. Like, that is just like, uh, I want more of that in every day of my life. I love it. Because it, for whatever reason, when I see a hotel that looks a little like that hotel... I just want to see him swooping through there and for sure dancing and it reminds people that he's like this classically trained dancer that you don't get to see when he's being this weird murderous character in all of his movies. Yeah. You know what this kind of reminded me of and on a TV level, it reminded me of devs. It reminded me of severance. It reminded me of no, like, I'm yeah. getting those vibes. Yeah. I'm in the mood for that shit right now. One of those other yeah. two shows. It's a good do something. It's a good time to be in the mood for that. Yeah. 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 I guess we'll never get a devs 2.0, but mm. no, I want, right. I want severance new season. Get on it. There's no strikes. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Uh, I got, I got yeah. one more thing about tag the bear. Go. Uh, in 2020, July 4th was like canceled, uh, all across the United States. Yeah. And so barstool sports did this thing online where they had five barstool sports guys do a, a hot dog eating contest against tag the bear. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you can go see this. The video is still on YouTube. Uh, just look for like barstool sports versus a bear. And uh, so they added up the how many hot dogs five guys could eat, and they had yeah. Tag the Bear sit there and very patiently eat hot dogs. So seriously, this bear sits and slowly eats 43 <laughs> hot dogs. He wow. is so freaking cool. 
Yeah. Like I just like watch that video. You will love this bear. You're going to eat that picnic basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it, like, it is not, it is not what you think. It is not nothing like a bear. It's so much more like a human in a bear suit than anything. Mm-hmm. I am not going to want to be the guy that cleans up after tag the bear after he eats oh, 49 yeah. hot dogs. After, uh, yeah. Yeah. None of that's uh that's carnage is what that is. Yeah, and, your shit. And, yeah. And none of the poop uh, scenes really uh, stood out as particularly gross, right? No, like, not, just like, not really. Not really. Yeah. Like the stuff he put his head next to is like, well, that's just that's just animal dump. It's just I mean, chocolate pudding or something. Animal, yeah. animal dump. Yeah. Well, it said the trivia says it was. Uh, it's real. It was a real poop. No, no, no. Brownie, they, brownie batter. Brownie batter. Yeah, batch brownie, brownie batter. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. even better. They, I would have definitely licked that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been no, all don't that. do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, Listen, the, that. the Bible tells us that everything poops. That's right. That's what I learned. That's what I learned. <laughs> the Bible, all right. the Bible yeah. in this movie tells us that everything poops. That's okay. right. Oh, that's right, because he writes it in the book. He, t- right. he takes the Bible and turns it into everything. Everybody poops. poops. That's I, right. I also like how this movie did a little trick where it got its cake and ate it too a little bit where mm-hmm. nobody says the R word anymore and they kind of avoid it. Yeah. And I understand why. I don't like saying it either, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. As somebody who grew up in a time where that was a very ubiquitous word, people were throwing all over the place all the time in junior high and high school and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm always fascinated by how it gets used today. So it's usually a period piece or it's set like in the seventies and you're like, Oh, of course they were using that word. They didn't, you know, that's just what you did. But this movie makes it a thing, a recurring thing. Right. And does it in a way that says we're both going to use it in a way like we used to use it, but then we're going to immediately have a running joke that you're not supposed to talk that way. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to do that like three or four times and literally have our cake and eat it too. They kind of got both right. ways there, which I think. Yeah, is I mean, it was, a, it was a little bit of that, uh, you know, the, the d- dad's verbal abuse that, yeah. they, you know, that was kind of showing a little bit and they, they used it. So, they even yeah. told him at the end, told the dad to quit saying yeah. that word. Like, and yeah. and the funny thing is, Paul Dano's the first one to have said it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, in, but yeah. you see the look on his face as soon as he says it. Like, oh my god, I, I am not supposed to. That, that's yeah, a horrible it, word. I yeah. don't say it, that. It, word. Yeah. And yeah. when it gets back reflected back to him in this childlike character, this man, he he realizes, you know. Yeah, it sounds. Doing. He what, realizes what how it sounds it. exactly. Right. It's so like the, a child. It's like when you yeah. swear in front of a child and they repeat yeah. it back to you, and you realize, oh crap! Yeah, uh, what have, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh god. Well, there's your uh, there's your big deep look there. Manscaped. How scaped are you? Look, here's some stuff to talk about. All right, everybody needs better grooming. I don't care who you are. All right. And I'm telling you right now that Manscaped has some amazing stuff for you. Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0 Ultra is the ultimate bundle for the man who deserves it all. Included in this special pack is the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, the Weed Whacker 2.0 Ear and Nose Trimmer. That thing's awesome, by the way. Take it from somebody who's getting a little too much ear hair for his own taste. Um, Manscaped's Liquid Formulations and two free gifts. Oh, man. It's pretty great. Look. Everybody needs to shave, to tweak, to get rid of hair you don't want, even downstairs, if you know what I'm saying. All right? So, I'll put it in their words. Now that you've groomed the candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the crop smoother, soother, rather. This is an aftershave lotion. And the crop preserver, an anti-chafe ball deodorant. Yeah, you heard me. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. Sorry, ladies. 
This is for the boys today. All right. Anyway, get 20% off free shipping. That's international shipping, by the way, and two free gifts with our promo code FILMSAC at manscaped.com slash FILMSAC. That's 20% off plus two free gifts and free international shipping at manscaped.com slash FILMSAC and use FILMSAC at checkout. Manscaped. Get your jingle bells ready for the holidays. Anyone else have any final thoughts before we move to clips? I want to hear some clips. Oh, me too. well, me I too. I Scott's added a lot of fart sounds to the clips we're going to hear. I was curious. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that, actually, because usually Scott adds more <laughs> fart sounds. Or if he took them away here. Well, here's here's what's funny. This is a f- <laughs> he cut them out to use for later movies. It's funny yeah. what you said. The only time I think I may have cut out one fart sound. In fact, I know I did because the first one is. It's the very first fart you hear, and I figured that would be significant. But uh, this movie has the least amount of clips I've done in months, and it's not because there weren't plenty of dialogue options and the music and stuff. It's because I was so enamored and so enthralled. Mm. I would forget to record shit because (laughs) or not just, you know, I I record the whole time so I can go back, but I just kind of let it go because I was having, I was really enjoying it. So that is the highest compliment I can give to this movie. It distracted me from doing film sack things. Anyway, let's start with a fart. This is the very first one on the beach and it started rumbling and moved its way out. Here you go. Yeah, that would be the first of many. Yeah. Uh, the body starts flopping around like a fish and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely definitely doesn't work that way, but I was happy to see them try to uh, you know, justify it. Mm-hmm. Uh th- for some reason the song came up. Ooh, where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? So weird he's singing Cotton Eye Joe out there. Yeah. 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 A lot. That's very And your Radcliffe uh, singing along with them later on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also really liked, they kept referring to Jurassic Park. I love that. Oh, that was such a, that music is so beautiful in the context of how they use it here is, yeah. is pretty neat. And then they it's had that acapella because every, all the music was acapella. I didn't know this till yeah. later. Yeah. Cause some of it sounded like it maybe had more to it, but it was all acapella uh, arrangements. And I forgot the performers. Brian probably knows these people. Um, oh, I had it in front of me a minute ago. Yeah. Anyway, it was really, really unique and different. And I'm not even really an acapella fan so much of like mm-hmm. covers and stuff. Not really into that. But when they did their acapella version of the mm-hmm. Jurassic Park Jurassic theme, Park theme. Yeah. it's like, yeah. whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It made yeah. me want to watch, wait for it, Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, they were saying in that interview that uh, John Williams never like licensed his music to anybody. And right. the fact that they were able to get the rights to do that, even to do the, uh, the acapella version is, is huge. And they said, and, you know, they asked him, did you tell him everything about the movie? Uh, <laughs> Probably what sold him on it. It's about a movie leave, about art. Yeah. yeah sure. Did you leave some Whatever. parts of it out? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know he was the one that controlled that. I figured that would all be Lucasfilm or whoever owns the movie rights to the movies themselves. He gets to control that. I think he gets to control it. Yeah. Wow. Well, you are John Williams. John Williams. Yeah, that's a big deal. In in a bunch of interviews after this movie, they were asked, "So, what? uh, What's the genre here? What kind of movie is it?" And they called it a fart drama. And I just, I love that so much. That's just, it's a fart drama. It is a drama. It's a drama of farts. That's, that's like a murder of crows, a drama of farts. <laughs> Here is uh, Paul Dano screaming. All right. 
Yeah, that was I, I, I <laughs> genuinely laughed out loud when he did that. Yeah, the yeah. water and came out jumped, of that thing. He jumped, he jumped, yeah. and he, he punched him, and then ran off. It was amazing. <laughs> I, oh, right. Yes. I I have been wondering if every man has that Yelp in him somewhere, and so Absolutely. I'm not going to try it now, and I'm, I'm probably not going to try it until I'm completely alone, so sure. maybe in my car. Yeah, but right. I just want to know. If is that in me? Could I make that sound? Sure, you could. Absolutely. Sure, you could. You ever heard yourself scream? Yeah, it's very, it's very out of body experience. Have you ever heard yourself scream? If I can do this, you can do it. You can totally do it. Sorry for not not warning you about that. Yeah. Uh, Where was I? Oh, here's one from. Oh, it's another scream. I forgot the context though, but here it is. Okay, buddy. Oh, that was the scream and punch. I got it wrong. It okay. Oh, punch. right, right. Yeah, because that that's Radcliffe saying, okay, buddy. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. <laughs> uh, Daniel Radcliffe earned so many points for me. In it's, thing. Oh, yeah. The movie is so consistent about him finding his powers. Yeah. Like, right. there's, there's never a time when he is more competent than he's going to be later. You know, like there's never a time when his his voice is always getting just a little bit better, and it's really consistent. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's he's under underappreciated, I think. And I think I, I just love that he swings to these weird. Well, we said it already, but yeah. you know, it's far away from Harry Potter as you can get. I don't mm-hmm. I don't see it as running away from your typecasting. I just see it as him being willing to do weird shit, and I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, he's never rejected it. No. Harry Potter lifestyle. He's just always went okay. Even a, even a pretty straight laced performance in that Sandra Bullock. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, we talked it? about earlier. The um, what's that called again? Uh, they get stuck on the island. Of She's the there. island, uh, Lost City. Lost, Lost City. City. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and he was the bad guy. He was great. Loved him in that. All right. If you don't know Jurassic, well, here's a line about Jurassic Park. If you don't know Jurassic Park, you don't know shit. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true, right? We'd all agree yeah, on that. It's true. I don't think you know shit, especially in film. All right, here's a cork in his butt. Remember when you put that cork in my butt? Yeah. yeah. Just a, <laughs> you know. Uh, here's a really, what? Really like Harry Potter in this? Oh, I wrote, I really like Harry Potter in this. I meant Daniel Radcliffe. But here, here's, here's a great bit of discussion. But now that I've seen her, I can't get her out of my head. I don't know if that's a thing that happens or if I'm just weird, but something tells me she's the one I'm supposed to bump into and spend the rest of my life with. And maybe if we can just find a way for me to remember her, then bam, it'll all come rushing back to me and the hairs on the back of my neck will stand up and I can save you. It's just it's just great. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, also, he's good at hiding his accent. Points for that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. sound British at all in this. Nice, nice job. All right. People don't like each other's farts. People don't like other people's farts. That is some truth. Hard truth, baby. <laughs> yes. Except Scott likes everybody else's farts. Sometimes other farts are funny. Yeah. But yeah, I think Eddie Murphy had a bit about that sometimes you secretly want to smell other people's farts. Oh, God, no. I don't remember me. the rest I of it, I do remember though. Mike Myers saying, you always like your own blend. Or right. like that. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. own yeah. scent. Yeah. Your own scent. <laughs> your own blend. I love the blend. That's a great one. <laughs> I'm using that. We used to say, growing up, my parents used to say this. They'd say, all right, who farted in the car? And we'd all be right. like, not me. It was, it was her or whatever. And they'd go, Scott, it's your brand. They'd always say that. <laughs> oh, my God. My brand. Maybe it's brand. I'm trying to remember the Mike Myers line. Maybe it's, you always like your own bl- brand. It might have been like brand, that. but blend's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to use blend. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, well, that's that. Now this. And no chicks in the bucket. Everybody was accounted for. I didn't find mm-hmm. any of those, by the way. No, for sure. Yeah. They're practically the Sports, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit chick is in the bucket. Yeah, I guess so. But. Yeah, the movie goes out of its way to avoid common tropes. Like it's kind of the mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is checklist. The film sack checklist. You might be familiar with it. Here it is. More of a boy wizard than he was ever before. Check. Mm. You will drink your own milkshake. Absolutely, you will. And finally, point your boner north. Yes, check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Star Trek connections. There's probably no one, but uh, let's check. And we don't have much, uh, but if you'll allow me a little leeway, I noticed that one of the police officers in Swiss Army Man oh. was played by an uncredited Jessica Harbeck. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out that's the same Jessica Harbeck who did stunts in star trek into darkness mm-hmm. and uh, jessica harbeck has done stunts and many other things including for on a film sack movie she was credited for her stunt work in army of the dead oh, wow. she was she was zombie oh, elvis and i just love that oh, really? <laughs> oh i kind of remember that yeah. well, zombie elvis. She's gotta be careful she's gonna get typecast yeah <laughs> yeah you guys excited about his new um Outer space deal is two part uh, Rebel Moon. Is it called the new uh, mm. Zach Zach uh, heard about Snyder this. deal? Snyder Zach, uh, Zach Yeah, uh, I'm kind of excited because it was supposed Zach to originally Attack. originally it was supposed to be another Star Wars thing, and then it got canceled or something. Netflix bought up his ideas, and then they made a full on thing. I'm kind of excited. To Interesting, see it. really. Yeah, I mean, I know he lets us down a lot, but I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hopeful. We'll see how that goes. Um, all right. Let's get on to the soundtrack grade. to give it weird and perfect. So a WP from me. No, weird and perfect. So it's W-A-P. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. all know what that stands for. Workitude apple potato. Sure. That's it. Uh, social post. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. And I think this week we just turn the tables and start with Randy. Swiss Army man. I met him on the beach, cadaverous, out of reach, where I'd tried to kill myself, hanging from a rocky shelf. I didn't know just then, but I realized it when he farted in my face. Twas his body I'd embrace. I fell madly into love with this corpse devoid of any qualities redeeming. Yet about him, I'm still dreaming. You may think this grotesque and question my sexuality, there will never be another motionless, cold, clammy skinned one for me. Oh, man. <laughs> That's deep today. Yeah. I like that. That was great. Uh, also, Dunaway. The Swiss Army man, they sang and they danced, and it was beautiful until the farting and the shitting. Still beautiful, just a little <laughs> less so. Hashtag motorbutt. <laughs> motorbutt. <laughs> motorbutt. 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 They should have called it. They called it Swiss Army man for. He's not really, I mean, yes, he's used for lots of things, but it's not really the point of the movie. They could have said motorbutt. That could have been it. Motorbutt. Motorbutt. All right, let's get to Brian Dunnell or Ibbett finally here. Swiss Army Man, a movie about farts, poop, boners, and Jurassic Park. I can definitely see why you like it. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. Let's move on to the alternate titles. Just handed to me. 
Oh, that's a bag. That doesn't really work. Whoa. Um, well, why not? They could come in a bag. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. They're in the little cards in a bag. There you go. We just we made it all work. Uh, Harry and the Riddler go on an adventure. It was almost called. Uh, <laughs> no. Or Dad Suck. That's the name yeah. of this movie. <laughs> wow. Because that's kind of where they were at. Now, normally we get emails from you people. We get texts from you people, you voicemails, that sort of thing. But today we're going to focus on a texter uh, named Kay Smith. We assume it is not Kevin Smith, the creator mm. of uh, many movies himself. Different Kevin Smith or Kay Smith. Anyway, it says, hello, Sackers. Heard you mention possibly sacking Exorcist 3 during your mm. sacking of Exorcist 1. Yes, you should absolutely sack it. Uh, he says, I saw it at the theater when I was when it was released. I recall it being pretty good with a hospital scene that still kind of freaks me out when I think about it 30 plus years later. Happy sacking, yes. K. Smith. Um, I broke this up for two reasons. One, we have more. We've had a bunch of endorsements. I'm not going to read them all of seeing three. Uh, but also this idea of seeing it outside of Sacktober. Totally fine with me. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it becomes oh, more gosh, psychological yeah. later, right? right? Right, and there's way too many great horror films or horror films that are good for uh, film sack that we don't want to just limit it to four a year out of 52. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I'd, I'd have no problem squeezing this in in the near future. Uh, yeah, squeeze it in like a fart. Like a fart, like a cork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You put in his butt. Butt cork. Butt cork. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for that message. If you would like to text us, you can 801-471-0462, or you can email us the old fashioned way, filmsack at gmail.com. And we got a lot of, uh, uh, exorcist three talk on the frog pants discord. So, uh, maybe yeah. if you're not if hanging out there yet, and this is the kind of thing that you relate to, you might want to go to the frog pants discord and you'll find other people talking yep. about such things. There are links directly to it at filmsack.com, or you can go to frogpants.com slash discord. Either one gets you there. We'd love to have you a part of the community. Nothing fancy. You don't have to do any hoop jumping. You just you just get in. It's just a link. Just Nothing crazy. Yeah. Uh, reminder that we are supported by you and your good graces at home at patreon.com slash filmsec. And I'd like to mention some new folks that joined us this week, including Diego Avila. Avila? Pete Sneakies. Sneakies. Yeah. Lots of E's in that. And uh, Seb resubbing uh, to the film sack. It's nice to see him again. Uh, you well, all three are awesome people, and you're joining a, a cadre of wonder wonderment. <laughs> uh, great people in there, and uh, we love having you here. No commercials ever. Pre-show content every week, and guess what? Monthly episodes. I got to get mine done. I'm so behind. Uh, oh wow! No kidding. Yeah, man. I'm due this month, and I'm. It's just been so crazy, but I will do it. I'm having it. I'm talking about perfect movies, or at least my definition of them. That's coming up soon, probably early next week, if I had to guess. Before, before Thanksgiving is the, the plan. Something I really have been wanting to say more about the Patreon is that if you are a patron of FilmSack and you go on to our Patreon, you know, patreon.com slash FilmSack, yeah. and you comment anywhere and say, hey, you guys should sack blah, blah, blah. I'm, we're going to take that really seriously. Like real? We're going to, yeah. that, that is a, that is pushing a, a film or a, maybe a watch along TV show way up toward the top of our potential upcoming. So like, just. You should know that. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah. We wait. It, it we wait. Something. Yeah, exactly. We wait you higher than others. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's weighted mm-hmm. a logarithm. We prefer you. Uh, so get that going. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to be watching our film next week called uh, You Only Live Twice. It's some kind of small British uh, thing, of, I, my, my understanding. It's uh, something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's another James Bond movie. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. that. Yeah, so that's uh, one I've that never time seen. Of year. Never seen it. We got some racism in it. I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. Oh, nice. 
You only live twice. Where is it streaming, I'm, Randy? Where are we getting that? Uh, it's on Amazon Prime for us. Yeah. I am so impressed with how consistently we've been doing a James Bond movie every five months that I was like, I'm going to get a calendar here and see what the mm-hmm. next one. When are we going to watch Honor Majesty's Secret Service? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Figure I that think out. we would be doing it every 007 months. But, oh! Uh, oh! Every July. Well, that's not 007, is it? That's the seventh month. Sure, I, but that, I see what you're. I but that would work, doing. right? That would be that would be a fun mm-hmm. tie-in. Well, anyway, that's coming up next week. Only, you only live Yay. twice, and uh, you only play a Japanese man as a white man once. It turns out. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think he's done it a couple times. Was it Rising? I guess Rising Sun was uh, just a. A white man in Japan. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. White Rising man Sun. in Japan. Yeah, but he played a Russian in... Um, but he just uh, kept for talk- October. Yeah, but he just kept talking Scottish. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like, I really like that movie, but what would, yeah. that, that's a real break for me. It's like, hold on. You're supposed to be a Russian admiral, and you're just like, listen here. You'll lose your car keys, you know, just talking like you always did. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's next week. So go check that out. Amazon Prime uh, videos where you'll see that. Filmsack.com in the meantime is our website. As we mentioned before, you can go there anytime and find all the stuff you're looking for. Leave us reviews on the various services you get your podcast. That helps us get noticed by new people. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Boobs, vaginas, and butts. Oh, my. Yes. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Get more at frogpants.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.